What's going on, people? It's your boy Cal Wu. Sitting here with my man G Money. What's good, bro? Yeah, fine. All right, and we got an interview for you today. We are um, interviewing cosplayer Sailor Yoshi. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I am good. Can't complain. Can't complain at all. So, okay, people, we're going to go cut to a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue the interview with Sailor Yoshi. You've been working on this machine for ages. No. What you're trying to do is impossible. It's outrageous. Absurd. Ludicrous. Pigri, this is only the beginning. What would you have me do? I would not help you finish building it. It's dangerous. No, Pigri, I would have you tell them. <laughs> tell the people, Pigri, that there will be a channel on YouTube under the name Johnny Balsa. No! That is where they will find it. No! They will find it, Pigri! Stop! Stop this now! Turn back from that! No turning back! Oh, cannot stop it now, and it's come too far! Some of these games are terrible! You'll die, man! Do you hear me? You'll die if you continue this! If I must die... I'll die knowing the 10-point rating of Bobby for the NES! No! But now, I will flip the energy combatter! Johnny, you're insane! You're mad! And then... I will switch the Klaganitis mechanism! Who would want to play Bobby? Who would want to do that to himself? Finally, I shall crank the power generator! No! And now the boss summons to me! Balsa.games forward slash start. Check out the shows, laugh, have a good time. Once again, Balsa.games forward slash start. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Cal Wu. Welcome back from the break. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us here at Planet Wu. So, Sailor Yoshi. Hello. First things first. Always got to ask, I got to know, where did you get your cosplay name from? <laughs> so, it's kind of a story. Um, it's actually a nickname that one of my ex-boyfriends gave me a really long time ago. Because I have this weird habit of whenever I take pictures or whenever I'm just like kind of idling in conversation, I'll just kind of like stick out my tongue. <laughs> and <laughs> he always said, God, but you, why do you keep doing that? You're like Yoshi from Mario. And I'm like, well, I, you might as well just call me that then. So he called me Yoshi for the longest time. And I just kind of made that my screen name for everything. Nice. It kind of went from like IRL Yoshi to Yoshi B and it became Sailor Yoshi because when I was making my cosplay account, um, it was actually originally Yoshi B when I first made it. And then I decided, no, that doesn't really like, that doesn't feel right. And then I just kind of like started thinking of like, oh, what's my favorite like anime and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, Sailor Moon's my first one. Okay. So <laughs> it kind of turned into Sailor Yoshi and just kind of went from there. Nice, nice. Okay, see that that was different. Actually, that was that was nice. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. I thought I, I figured you'd be like, yeah, you know, one of my favorite characters in Mario is Yoshi, blah blah blah. But that's actually that's your explanation is way better than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I've, I've always liked Yoshi though. I did like Yoshi. I can't play Yoshi for my life in Smash though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not a Yoshi player either. I'm a I'm a Kirby player and a oh, Pac-Man oh, player in Smash. <laughs> I love Pac-Man. I love Pit and Dark Pit and Shulk. 
Oh, oh see, you, you, of course, they be <laughs> cheating. Those are cheap characters. Oh, it, see, all you have to do to win is just side B. That's it. What about you, G? Who, who's your go-to? Uh, Fire Emblem. Anybody Fire Emblem related. Uh, so, Marf, Hike. Um, oh, you like the Abby characters, huh? Wow, crappy? <laughs> stabby. Stabby. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I thought you said crappy. No. Yeah. So are characters <laughs> are usually in a lot of fighters. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. So, okay, so now that, since we're talking, talking video games and stuff, what games are you are you playing, like, right now? Um, I am not necessarily, like, currently playing anything like i'm always playing kingdom hearts because that's my favorite game of all time i can just waste all of my time grinding in that game because i well all of the games because i really like to complete them right a lot of my friends know me as a completionist when it comes to video games specifically with kingdom hearts and do you want to know something a little uh extra about me (laughs) go ahead go for it go for it uh, Kingdom Hearts has been my favorite game for the last 10 years and it's to the point of obsession where I have 100%ed Kingdom Hearts 1 7 times nice <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 100%ed 30 times Jesus Christ uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts I have 100%ed I think 5 times per character and then all the rest of the games, I have 100%ed at least once, except for Chain of Memories because Chain of Memories is a dumpster fire of a game. Jeez. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna call you Sailor Heart. <laughs> Sailor Hearts. That's my nickname for you. <laughs> it's a, it's a good one. I have a lot of can I have a Kingdom Hearts tattoo? I have two Kingdom Hearts tattoos actually. Nice. What are they? What are they of? Um, one of them is on my hip, and it's just of the heart with the crown. And then the other one is on my arm, and it's of a palpu fruit, a semicolon, the little key, um, the little key icon, and then the heart with the crown again. Nice. That's a. That sounds like a super dope tattoo. Is that a code? <laughs> no, it's not a code. It's just um, some of my favorite icons from the game, along with a semicolon for like some personal stuff in it. Nice. The game means nice. How did you feel about Kingdom Hearts 3? I like it, but there is some left to be desired when it comes to like combat and stuff like that in some of the worlds. I see. I, see. I, like, the game. I like the game. It was worth the wait. It was very pretty. And I cried throughout playing the entire game, but um, it it's still there was some stuff that could have been better. I see. What you think of it, G? Um, so far, because I'm still fairly early. I think I'm um, on a Toy Story world. Okay. It's been a grind. It's been a grind playing through it, to be honest, because I think um, with us having to wait, I believe, like 13 years for Yeah, yeah, somewhere. I've, I've significantly outgrown the writing. Gotcha. Ooh. See so, that? We, so we hear the heart and 
oh, I have to fight you with all my whole heart. And <laughs> lines like that is a lot. That <laughs> is a lot. That's the best way to that's the best way to put it. It's a lot. But so far I've been enjoying the hell out of the game. It's just good game. You know, like I said, the writing is a bit for me. It's convoluted, but I with what you just described with how you've been playing it, it just shows that you and I differ very, very much because when the game came out, I took a week off of work and I didn't sleep for a full 27 hours and through the entire game and beat it. Uh, Oh, wow. Holy crap. I I could not wait. I got to. I, I still haven't gotten the game yet. Oh, I plan on it still, but I, yeah, I still haven't gotten it yet. It, um, it's a good time, in my opinion. I, okay, I'm gonna say the game is extremely. It's still very enjoyable. It's very much Kingdom Hearts. I do agree with where you're coming from that the combat leaves a bit to be desired. But I mean, still. You have to give them all the credit in the world for being so incredibly flashy. It's oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's why the game got delayed originally. It's because uh, they just wanted to keep up with the graphics and stuff like that. Ah, mm, yeah, Honestly, I seen one fight because I seen, I watched my friend play. Um, and one of the fights that I saw, it, it disappointed the hell out of me was the fight. Um, the last boss fight in uh, Big Hero 6 World. I was so disappointed. I'm like, dog, they could have did this in order to make this fight so much better. That fight was actually kind of whack. I feel that. I feel that real hard. I did not like that world at all. Actually, no, I liked the world. I hated the boss fight. It made me really, really upset. Yeah, it made you, it made, it, it lacked. It lacked a lot. It made you want so much more because they could have did so much with that. Mm-hmm. Man, they could have did so much with that. And it kind of felt like, I don't know, it kind of felt like blocky and it kind of felt like everything was like boxed in. Yeah. Where if they would have just made it like a free range combat where you just flying through the city, like doing like a game of cat and mouse, that would have been so hype. There was one point where it was like that, but just the boss fights themselves were not very fun. It felt, I understand what you meant when you said um, that it felt really boxed in, especially like in the beginning of the world because you're just in a garage and you can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it, I don't know, the boss fight was just kind of annoying. I agree. I'm with you on that. Man. So, all right, Sailor Hearts. <laughs> Any other game you playing? Um, let's see. I haven't re- I've been like kind kind of playing Breath of the Wild just because my roommate thinks that it's blasphemy that I've never played a Zelda game before. And uh, <laughs> Hey man, Zelda the Zelda fans are incredibly invested in their titles. It, see, that's how I am with Kingdom Hearts. They have their Zelda, I have my Kingdom Hearts. We <laughs> two different breeds. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, both of them are great. Like, I play this. I remember Zelda back on the regular Nintendo. I remember playing that junk as a kid and being frustrated by puzzles and junk. And my old man literally 
because I cried, he literally took all my games away from me except for Zelda. I'm like, if you want the rest of your games back, you can get them back when you beat Zelda. And I was like four years old. Like that was like a traumatic moment for me. That's why I never forgot it. I was four years old. <laughs> and I didn't get the rest of my games back until I was like almost six. Oh my god. Yeah. I need to uh, Spartan train. Pretty much, pretty much. And then, it would, and then, like, my dad, like, the thing that made it even worse, though, was because, like, I have moments where, I, like, I'll be watching him play, and then I'll see puzzles that he do, and I'll, I'll commit them to memory. Like, okay, I know when I get to this point, I remember this puzzle. I'm not going to fail it. But then it would suck because the game was in my room, and then it was like, all right, it's time to go to bed. So I had to lay down and stuff. And I, he wouldn't let me watch him play while I was laying down, so I don't hear the sound. So I'm like, I'm just imagining all the puzzles that I'm not like witnessing the, the how to how to do them right now. And like I'm in my bed, like crying, like man, I ain't never gonna beat this game. <laughs> oh, that's so traumatizing. <laughs> See, but the thing is, it taught me something. It taught me to never give up. It taught me that if I commit my mind to it and I want to do it, I can do it and not to be frustrated. So like when games frustrate me, I, I just have a different type of resolve now when games frustrate me because of that. And I and the truth be told, I, I did that thing, the same thing to my son. Like he was mad because he couldn't beat a character in Injustice. So I literally took all the games away from him <laughs> except for Injustice and was like, yeah, when you, beat, when you beat that character, then you'll get your you'll get the rest of your games back. And it only took like two days. It didn't take them years like it took me. <laughs> it took them two days. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, I feel like video games are kind of getting easier as time goes on, too. So that might also be a factor. Very true. That is so very true. That's very true, yeah. Yeah. That's why you guys appreciate games like Sekiro and From. Yes. Or made Sekiro? Huh? Hmm? The company that I that I used to work for uh, made Sekiro. Oh, nice. Oh, so when you when you used to work for him, what did you do for him? Um, if you don't mind us asking, I can't say much. All I can really say is that I worked for Activision and I was a video game tester and I helped with the testing for Call of Duty Black Ops. Nice. Wow. Nice. Do you still do? Do you still do testing? Um, I, uh, my contract just went up like a week or two ago. So I actually, yeah, no, it's been a week to, uh, yesterday that okay. my contract went So I am currently on my summer vacation and I have to wait three months until I get rehired. Okay. That ain't too bad. Shoot. And you, you got anything planned for your, for your vacay? Uh, working more, <laughs> saving money so I can move out of Minnesota. Understood. Understood. Okay, so you see, I didn't know where you were from. So you're a Minnesota-based cosplayer. Yes. So how is it? Like, what's the cosplay community like in Minnesota? It's incredibly small. Like, I know, I just actually um, had Anime Detour a couple weeks ago. It was the last weekend of March. Um, it was. Anime Detour is a pretty big convention in Minneapolis, but the biggest one I think is Convergence in July. But okay. even then, the con is pretty big. Um, I just made some new friends during the convention a couple weeks ago, but before that, when I went last year, I had like two or three friends in the community. Wow. And I met 
one other cosplayer, one other like fairly big cosplayer, and she's not necessarily like in the scene as much anymore because she has some like life stuff going on. But other than right. that, other than that, in Minnesota, it's not too big. But when you go to like Illinois for conventions like ASIN, which is coming up in May, uh, yep. the scene is a lot bigger. Like the biggest convention in the Midwest, I think, is Anime Midwest, and that's in Illinois. And I'm so sad because I want to go and I want to go to because that's my favorite convention. It was my first big convention. <laughs> I don't get to go and all my friends are going and I'm, it, it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That sucks. See, I, I see. I, I've been going to conventions, but only in um, Detroit mm-hmm. is pretty much where I've been. And our 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 our, our biggest convention here is, is Yumacon. Mm-hmm. And like... I've been to that, you know what I'm saying, a couple years straight, and I enjoy that, but I'm, I plan on starting to travel more. I'm doing actually my first travel convention, um, actually in May, um, doing DreamCon in Texas, so that ought to be fun, and then next year I plan on going to a bunch of different ones. That's awesome. Yeah, I, my first travel con actually was last year. Oh, nice, which was what? I went to RTX. Nice, and where was that at? That was in Austin, Texas. That was the convention for Rooster Teeth. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually that. Yeah, I think that's the convention that pushed me closest to my first thousand followers on Instagram. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So how was how was that Rooster Chief convention anyways? It was hot. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Because it was uh, the beginning of August. And I thought it was a good idea to go as Starfire. And, oh no! Yeah, so <laughs> I and I. Oh my god! The my whole cosplay situation with that convention was ridiculous because I originally wanted to go as Emerald from the show Ruby that yeah, Rooster yep. Teeth has, and uh, I thought it was going to go really well. I had ordered the cosplay, and it was supposed to come the week before I left, but it arrived my first day in Texas, so I didn't. Oh. I I didn't have my costume. So I panicked and I bought um, this purple two-piece like suit and I off of Amazon and I just kind of Frankensteined it into a Starfire cosplay in about a day and a half. And oh, nice. And that actually ended up being my most popular cosplay on my account. Wow. Oh, wow. Even, even I don't know, you got some stuff on here that I like... Like I, I love your Chun Li. <laughs> I love your I play this Froppy. I love your Froppy. <laughs> Thank you. I do. I, I love your Froppy, and I love your um your, your um Miles Morales too. Oh, thank That's you. a really. I don't know why. I don't know. Wait, like, I don't know. Miles Morales again. I'm Spider Man. Black Black Black, oh, black Spider Man. Let me tell you, doing that photo shoot for Miles Morales was probably one of my favorite things to do. Why is that? Because when um. At the time, I was dating my photographer. Uh, he and I don't speak anymore for obvious reasons. We broke up. Right. And right. Um, we used to live right in the heart of downtown Minneapolis, like where the subway was and where like all of the big skyscrapers and everything. So we just went out and it was the middle of July and I was wearing a full black bodysuit in oh. the beating sun. And it was so, so hot. But it was so fun because like I was walking past the trains and the subs and stuff 
and I would see like kids pointing out the window and doing the little like uh, web shooter hand symbol at me nice. and I would do it back to them and they would get all excited and start like like grabbing their parents and just like pointing out the window and they thought it was cool and I thought it was it, it was really fun. Oh, and another thing that happened is um, when I lived in, in downtown, I lived right next to the police station and there were a couple cops standing outside the building and they stopped me and they were like, are you are you dressed up as Spider-Man? I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm Miles Morales Spider-Man. They're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Can I get a picture with you? <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I have a picture. Um, I don't know if I still have it or if I archived it or something. I know it's on my Facebook. But um, I have a picture of me with one of the cops <laughs> from uh, Minneapolis Police Department. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. See, cosplaying just bringing people together from all walks of life and stuff. That is probably my favorite thing about cosplay. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and cut to our, our second commercial break. When we come back, we will continue the interview with Miss Sailor Hearts now. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mika, and I have a podcast. It's called Moments with Mika. Check it out. We talk about everything. Nothing is going to be unseen. So if you got some time, we release the show every Sunday. It's available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. The list goes on. So go ahead. Check out my website, www.mwmovement.com, and it's spelled without the E after the V in movement. So Thank you. Tune in. Support because we got to support each other. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kawu. Still sitting here with my man's G Money. What's up? And still sitting here with the wonderful Miss Sailor Yoshi, a.k.a. Sailor Hearts. Hello. So, how long have you been cosplaying for? Uh, officially or unofficially? Officially. Actually, no. I, I want the whole history, so you got to give me the unofficial. <laughs> okay, so for officially, um, I just hit my one-year mark on March 16th. Nice. And for unofficially, I have been cosplaying for, I want to say, 10 to 12 years. Wow. Nice. My... <laughs> I like hearing these, these vested stories like, yeah, I've been... I've been in this. I've been grinding all these years. It's my um, thing. It, it's embarrassing because I was, I started cosplaying when I was in middle school. I'm 24 now. I started cosplaying when I was like 12 or 14 or something like that. I think I was 12. I was in middle school. And <laughs> it's embarrassing because my very first cosplay, I think this one was my very first cosplay, was Mellow from Death Note. And Nice. <laughs> and... My friend, I had this one friend that lived in these apartments in a mall where I went to high school, like in this in the town that I went to high school in. Mm -hmm. And we all were into cosplay and we all were like, we were those anime kids, like the ones that would Naruto run in, in the halls. <laughs> I was one of those in high school. I was really cringy. Um, and we thought it would be a good idea to go in the mall in cosplay and we were in a really small town in wisconsin and people didn't do that there so right. we decided it was a good idea let's all get dressed up in our death note cosplays and go get pizza in the mall 
and we went to Rocky Rococo, and I will never forget this. I, there's just these two girls standing behind the counter, and they just, can I swear on here? Yeah, yeah, go for it. We, yeah, we, we, this is an adult show. Go for it. Say very well. <laughs> we went to uh, the Rocky Rococo, and we just, I just hear this one girl say, what the fuck is going on there? And then pull out her phone and start taking pictures. And it wasn't like a smartphone or anything. It was like I think it was like one of those flip rays. <laughs> I'm just like, and they didn't ask us or anything. They're we're just like walking up to the counter and they're just like taking pictures and laughing at us. And I'm just like, oh god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> and then another uh, kind of situation that happened. I was around 14 at this point. I, I remember I was. Um, I think it was either the summer before or the summer after my freshman year of high school where I went to a Catholic school, an elementary Catholic school park during the summer and my I made my friend take pictures of me as Naruto. <laughs> and I, nice. I know they're still on DeviantArt somewhere and I have one picture on my Instagram, but like these, <laughs> just imagine, a 14-year-old black girl running around on a <laughs> an elementary school where, let me tell you, this, I, I grew up, I went to a high school in a town called Whitefish Bay, and it had a name <laughs> called White Folks Bay. For <laughs> so just imagine seeing this 14-year-old black girl dressed as Naruto, Naruto running around a park <laughs> and, <laughs> and having her friend just take pictures and I had this box that I called Dennis that I had a bunch of faces drawn on and I was like pretending to kick it and stuff like that it's oh my god <laughs> that's an amazing story <laughs> I wish I could have been there <laughs> oh man that's amazing I carried that box around with me everywhere like it got wet and had like water stains and I would like keep stuff in it I, I was like I was honestly the weird kid in school <laughs> Okay, so now, see, now I gotta ask, <laughs> why? Okay, so what's the significance of this box name, Dennis? Um, so there is this one. Okay, so there's two cosplay groups that got me into cosplay: Fighting Dreamers okay. and Parley Productions. Parley okay. Productions is they. I don't. I don't think they're together anymore. But they were a, U, a UK-based uh, cosplay group, and one of them had a box that it was just a random white box that they just made a meme out of and just drew different faces on it. And I was like, I like that. I like that idea. I'm going to take that idea. I'm going to do that. So I, <laughs> I took it and I just kind of went with it. And I had this box named Dennis for the, probably about a month and a half where I just like carried stuff around with me in the box. And I would use the box to emote. And just like, if someone does something stupid, <laughs> I would, I would turn the face to like an angry face, or if someone said something that I liked, I'd turn it to the happy face. That is fucking awesome! <laughs> Yo, hey, look, I'm not even gonna lie, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> I might have to try that. Like, we're doing like playing cards or something. I'm just gonna draw a bunch of emails on playing cards and just be pulling them out. That is great. Oh my goodness. Okay. So in this month and a half that you were doing that, like, how, like what was the reception for it? Like, I can't even imagine like how people around you reacted. Like, I'm sure your friends thought it was it was it was hilarious. No, 
but I mean like random people, like strangers, people that really didn't know you. Like, what was their reaction to? Oh no, no matter who it was, family, friends, no, no matter what, they would just kind of looked at me and they're like, "Why do you have that box?" I'm like, I "Like, Dennis, <laughs> he's my friend. You don't need to have Dennis. He's a box. See, you just called him a he. You didn't call it it." <laughs> Right, you're along. See, you acknowledged. You understand. You acknowledged it. Thank you. <laughs> Every day, my mom would drive me to school, and I would have the box just sitting in my lap, and she's like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you like this?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know. You raised me." <laughs> right, it's your fault. <laughs> I understand how it's their fault because neither of my parents. I had no like influence in my life besides one cousin that I rarely saw that was into anime. Like okay, it was all me. <laughs> oh man, that's great though. But see, that's the beautiful thing about like being a kid. Like you know, like having things that your parents taught you is cool. But then you still being free to have your own personality and kind of do your own thing. Oh, I can't tell you the amount of times that my parents. I just saw the disappointment in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just sheer sadness and just how did we raise this? <laughs> But that's okay though. That's okay though. The thing is, is you still true to yourself, and that's what's that's what's important. You being true to yourself, and you enjoying life because you know life is too short to be stuck stuck in a box. No pun intended. Box is named. No pun intended. <laughs> it that wasn't the case though for about five years. Actually, I was very like repressed when it came to like anime and video games and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, from the age of 18 to about 22 or 23, I just, I didn't really watch anime, I didn't really play video games, probably because when I went to college initially, when I turned 18, my mom just kind of like pulled me aside when she was uh, moving me into the dorms and she was like, okay, you need to like let go of all this kid stuff, it's time to be an adult, you gotta just like let it go, do things, you'll, you'll, you'll understand when you get older. And then, right. and then I spent the next five years really sad. And then when I turned 23 and moved to Minnesota, or I was 22 when I moved to Minnesota, um, I was just kind of like, nah, no. All the things that I enjoy can all just be combined into one thing that is cosplay because I, I love making clothes. I love modeling. I love makeup and I love hairstyling. And I was trying to do all those things separately. And then I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just going to go back to cosplay. And then I went back into it and I started my, uh, my Instagram account and I've been, I have not been as happy now with my life in the, I completely forgot how that saying goes. <laughs> um, I, I haven't been happier with my life in the last five years as I have been now. Yeah, like this, I, listen, that's a, that's a, that's a great story. Like a lot of people have that thing where they get pressured by their parents into doing what their parents want. Mm -hmm. And I bet you while you were at college, if you would have stayed your quirky self, I bet you would have met all type of people that would have been in the same thing that you were into as well. I, I did, but they were like really off-putting kind of people. Like I'm not friends with them anymore. I'm friends with one of them and I met her in my Japanese class, but she's very similar to me. Mm. You said, well, okay, so what you mean by off-putting? Like what was off-putting about them? They were the kind of nerds where you were ashamed to call yourself a nerd because they were, mm. they were like very elitist they were very like oh, no type of people it was very like us versus them as opposed to just like hey i like this thing you don't do you want to try my thing 
if you like it, right. then you like it. If you don't, then cool, that's fine. It's still my thing. They were very like, no, we we are having like, we have our game nights this night. We have our anime nights this night. And we're doing this, that, and the other thing. No one else can join, but we if they want to join, we have to like approve with them first. And it's like, okay. Oh no. Yeah. It's supposed to be wide open. Like, yo, the world is, the world is what's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, but don't do that, you know what I'm saying, in your world, like, the world that's, that you separated yourself from was doing that, don't be exactly like them. You're supposed to be open arms and bringing as many people over as possible. Exactly, and that's what I'm trying to do with my cosplay account. I'm trying to get more people to do the thing. It's a fun thing, yeah. and it's a very creative thing. It's a good, like, outlet to have. It, that it is, and you do awesome with styling your, styling your hair and your wigs and all that stuff. You do amazing with it. Well, my cosmetology experience has to go somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, it shows. It shows you got the skills, definitely. Thank you very much. Definitely. Man. You you got any questions, G? I have one question. Do you feel like... How can I phrase this? Do you feel like the experiences that you had younger actually built fortitude for you to have the confidence and courage to be able to do cosplay? I know when you're wearing well what I gather is that when a lot of people wear the outfits and such you have to break that barrier mental barrier that I'm putting myself out there to look like these characters do you ever feel or at any point did you ever feel extremely self-conscious about doing the cosplay not in the slightest because I love attention (laughs) Nice. I live for attention. Oh, you have no idea. Even when I was a kid, my mom hated it. I love being in front of a camera. I love talking to people. I love, like, attention. And now that as I've gotten older, getting this attention, I want to use it for good and not just be like, oh, me, me, me. I want it to be more like, I told this to my dad. Um, I want to use my platform as a voice and use my talents to get me farther, to get a bigger audience, to get more of a voice. So... Okay. Interesting. Growing up, I had... My mom is very, like, fuck everyone, I'm gonna do me. Thankfully, I got... Both of my parents are like that, but I grew up with my mom. So I got a lot of that. And... My mom is very cool with just, like, going out in whatever she wants and being comfortable. Like, as long as she is comfortable, she doesn't give a shit what anyone else thinks. She, at work, at her jobs, whenever they would have Halloween, like, costume contests and stuff, my mom would always win because she would always, like, do the most (laughs) as opposed to everyone else. Because, like, some people, I I remember, um, I actually have some pictures in uh, my photo albums of my mom in a full, like, shitty brown wig with badly cut bangs, fake teeth, fake glasses, fake headgear, a pink ugly dress, and a stash that said misinformed. (laughs) (laughs) And she was supposed to be like some uh, ugly prom queen or something like that. (laughs) And she was the only one dressed like that. And like one of her coworkers just like taped Smarties to their pants to be Smarty pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's so like I'm thankful for my mom for that but 
for but when she does that it's fine but when i come out of my room with like upside down teardrops drawn on my face and a red spiky wig that's weird apparently <laughs> look if you got a picture of your mom in that costume just have it on you at all times your mom would be like you know what that's weird and just just put just pull out the picture <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great thing oh oh my god and my grandma is also very much like well she was very much like that too uh, my grandma kind of like enforced my weirdness a little bit not a ton because she was very like reserved but she was also kind of like don't give a fuck she liked to I think I got my sewing from my grandma because she loved to make me like dresses and costumes and stuff. I have a picture of um, me dressed up as the Brazilian Raggedy Ann doll called Emilia. Oh, nice. And I was like full white face paint. My grandma and my mom helped me make this yarn wig and my grandma made the whole costume herself and I looked exactly like the doll. And every time I show my friends that picture, they're terrified because they think I'm gonna jump out of the picture and like eat their throat out. <laughs> it's a terrifying picture, let me tell you. But a lot of people really like the costume, and I went trick or treating in it. I think I was like eight or something. Nice. You don't have to send that to me. I got to see that. That, oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, totally. I'll I'll send it to you like over Instagram or something. It's a horrifying picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I gotta ask. I've seen pictures of you with a Timo hat on. Do you play League of Legends? Yes, I do. I've been playing for the last. Um, six years, I think. Nice. <laughs> Who's your main? Please don't say your main is Teemo. No, well, I I play Teemo top lane, but I I'm not a top laner. I don't play top lane. Um, my mains are Jinx, Misfortune, and Quinn for ADC. Uh, Lux and Annie for mid, and Leona and Braum for support. Okay, nice, 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 nice. Okay, so, so like after the show, you gotta, you gotta give me your um your name. We gotta play together sometimes. Cause I've been playing for about. I've actually been playing since uh, Alpha. Really? Yeah. See, I've been playing for six years. I'm not good at the game. I just, That's all right. Here's the thing. I play a lot of video games. I may have a hundred percent Kingdom Hearts a lot. I'm literally the worst video game player ever. <laughs> like. When I why do you say that? I, <laughs> okay, so um, at at my last job, we had multiple like in our break room, we had like multiple gaming stations, and we were able to play like we were able to play like Smash, or we could bring our own Xboxes or PS4s, and we could hook them up and play like Zelda or whatever other game like Tekken. There was an old like uh, one of those like big consoles. Oh, what are they called? Um, where you could play like Tekken and like Frogger and stuff like that. Um, I would always play on our breaks and I don't know how to play the game I know how to button mash but for whatever reason it works and my roommates and my coworkers all said that I am like the video game version of drunk foo because I'm flailing all over the place but I'm absolutely destroying people (laughs) I have no idea what I'm doing I'll be like, I'll do a counter or something. I'm like, what the hell did I just do? And I'll keep doing it over and over again. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop killing me. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm just pushing buttons. All I'm doing is pressing buttons and I'm like not even pressing them in any order. I'm just, I might as well just take my entire palm and just smash the controller. <laughs> That's what it's like playing video games with me. 
<laughs> we over there like, ho, like, yo, she smashed. Just, just, just to be butt smashing. My nickname has been She-Hulk before when I play video games. Nice. It, nice. Okay, so have you ever done a She-Hulk cosplay? A Teemo cosplay? No, She-Hulk. Oh, She-Hulk, no. I, okay. um, I did do a really, really shitty discount Hulk cosplay for, uh, for work once when I was working at Goodwill because for whatever reason, Halloween lasts from August to November at Goodwill. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But um, we were doing like a friend of mine and I were trying to do like theme stuff. And his last name is Stark. Like actually his last name is Stark. And um, so he dressed up as Tony as Tony Stark, and he was like, "Oh, you should dress up as something too." Uh, and I'm like, "I don't fucking know what I can do. I have a pair of green shorts and a or not green shorts. I have a pair of purple shorts and a green T-shirt. I can just sharpie draw abs on it, and that'll be the Hulk." <laughs> I think I actually might have a picture of that too. <laughs> that is awesome. I have to dig through my Snapchat for that. That is awesome. It is hilarious. Yeah, I would. Oh. I would like to do more Marvel cosplays, though. Like, I my, for my cosplays for this year, I have Valkyrie from Ragnarok on there. I did. Oh, nice. I did Domino at one point from the Deadpool two movie. Um, obviously, I did Spider Man, but I have just like a ton more stuff that I want to do. Okay, so okay, so out of all your cosplay, what was probably the hardest one <clears throat> to do? Uh, I'm probably gonna it my yeah it's definitely my Deku cosplay from My Hero Academia because I hand sewed that entire costume and I had to remake it twice when I was making mm-hmm. I made the mask I painted the shoes I made everything I made the utility belt and the pouches everything Oh, so you build different different okay so how long did it take you to put all of like to do all of that so it should have, in theory, taken me about three days. It really should not have taken me that long. And I had everything to make it like, three months beforehand. Okay. And I made it the week before, and I had to make it twice. <laughs> because I am the worst procrastinator that I know. <laughs> And procrastinated extra hard, yep. man. You had to go back. You had Batman prep time, and you was like, "Nope." <laughs> last time. I was like, mm, "I can do it later. I can do it later. I just have to dye the clothes right now. Oh, I'll just let it dry for a week, even though it takes like eight hours. That's it." But like, it turned out decent. It definitely didn't turn out exactly how I wanted it to because it was also unfinished when I went to the convention. Uh, it looks good, though. It it looked good in the picture. But if you walked up to me, you would see that the black stripe on my side was not sewn completely to the leg at the knee, and it was kind of, like, flapping about, so I had to, like, tuck it into the, the leg armor, which wasn't leg armor. It was just leggings that I took from my friend and cut and sewed onto my legs. Wow. <laughs> so do you plan on redoing that one? Oh, absolutely. The, like, as I was finishing up making... Oh, not to mention, when I, w- I had to drive six hours from my apartment to a friend's place to go to the convention. Because 
Minneapolis, and my friend um, who I was going to convention with lives in Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And I was supposed to get a full night's sleep because I was driving. I stayed right. up from... What time? I stayed up from about noon on Thursday to about 2 p.m. No, to about 4 p.m. on Friday. I didn't sleep that entire time, and I drove to Milwaukee. Oh, oh hell no. Yeah, mm. and like up, in, I was supposed to leave at 9 a.m. to um, pick up my two friends that also live in Minnesota, mm-hmm. but I was about two hours late to pick them up because I was still making the costume. Oh man, yeah, you can't do it. It was bad. It was real bad. But the costume ended up looking good far away. There's this thing with cosplay called the five foot rule. If you, if it looks decent from five feet away, it doesn't matter. Oh wow! Wow, that is actually <laughs> that's, that's a fucked up rule. That's, that's something I learned from Jessica Negri, actually. Okay, this was uh oh wow. Five foot rule. If it looks good from five from five feet away, it doesn't matter. Damn. <laughs> That's rough. It was real rough. It oof. It was real bad. <laughs> but the convention was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I try I try to keep a positive mental attitude when it comes to stuff like that. Like I tried during con crunch is like con crunching is probably my favorite part of conventions because I like working under pressure and I like being that kind of stressed out. It's a controlled kind of stress. Gotcha. Because it's my fault and I have right. no one else to blame. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm a last minute type of guy too. Like I got a month to do a project, I'm doing it the night before. Yep, that's how I was in, in school, that's how I was in college, that's how I am now, that's how I'll be in the future. I'm probably gonna procrastinate my death, but you know, whatever. She's <laughs> gonna be like die already. Like, uh, maybe next week. <laughs> uh, I want to do it now. Like, I'm supposed to. Like, my my kids are coming over tomorrow, and they're bringing my favorite food. I'm probably not gonna have kids. Like, my cat's coming over tomorrow, and he's. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> my cats are coming over tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you are too funny. <laughs> well, I'd hope so. Oh. I hope I get something from my dad's genetics. He's a comedian. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely hilarious. Oh, good. Oh, Thank you. Man. <laughs> man, that's good stuff. Okay, so we're going to go to another commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue the interview with Miss Sailor Hearts. <laughs> This is DJ Kuma Tarantino, and you are listening to Planet Woo. What's going on, people? Welcome back from the commercial break. It's your boy, Cal Woo. Still sitting here with my man's G-Money. What's up? Still sitting here with the wonderful Miss Sailor Yoshi. Hey, what up? So, we've talked a lot of stuff, so let's talk anime. Yoshi, what you currently watching? Um, I'm not currently watching anything. If anything, I'm like re-watching My Hero Academia because I just keep doing that because I'm obsessed with the show. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So with you re-watching it, is there anything that you've noticed now that you didn't notice through your first watch of it? Um, 
know. I mean, I'm like starting to understand the relationship between Bakugo and, and Deku a lot better, and just like really understanding all the shit that's happening with All Might. Not to mention, I am like all caught up with the manga too. So, nice. Like, all nice. of that too is just like it, everything's so hype, and I'm so excited for the new season to come out in what is it, October? Yes. And we're gonna be doing a watch party for it too. <gasps> yes. Yeah, so I will if you if you're interested, I'll send you the link for it. Um, like the day before, we're gonna be doing a watch party for it. Hell yeah! All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. Okay, so with you rewatching it, is there any character that you didn't care about before that you like more now or no? Um, I don't know. I like I have like all the same amount of love for each character. Obviously, Bakugo is still my boy. I hate him at first, of course, because, like, he was a little gremlin piece of shit. And now he's, like, you can see all this character development. And he's, like, so emotional. And he has all these things going on with him, like, mentally. And it's just, it hurts so much to see him in that uh, Baku, Baku, or, uh, what's it called? Deku versus Kashan fight. Seeing, yeah. my God, his voice breaking when he was asking, like, am I the reason for All Might's retirement? And, like, the animation for the fight scene. It was so, so good. So just, like, I don't know. It's... I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Ran on, ran on. I agree. That fight scene was definitely great. Definitely had all the all the emotional, like, you know what I'm saying, just oomph behind that. That's that's probably the one of the the hypest emotional scenes next to All Might's uh, proverbial death. Oh my god. Yeah, there's no way. Especially during the um the all for one versus one for all fight. Literally, yes. Literally was crying throughout the, that entire fight. It was so, it was so amazing. Look, I didn't cry until the end. Like when you seen like his flame die out, I was like, I shed just a big tear. Like, oh my god, he's done. Nah, man. Th- what really got me was the United States of Smash. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you, that brought about some crazy ass memes. That it did. Oh man. About the United States of Smash that pussy. Let's go. <laughs> oh. I see that one. I gotta go look for it now. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my god, no! It's that is hilarious. Nasty ass For real, that is hilarious. Holy crap! Hat, what about you, bro? What you what you looking at right now? Whoa, you already. Oh man. I think I've been obsessed with watching a lot of Attack on Titan again. It's funny because if you asked me my impressions of that anime like two years ago, maybe three, I really wasn't feeling anime. But I think this season, uh, season three, has really hooked me. And then, like, I've been reading a lot of manga, and it's got me so excited about what's to come. And then going back, I've literally been watching, like, episodes of season one and two, just make the connections of various uh, breadcrumbs that they put throughout the anime. It's like, wow, when you really think about it, a lot of it comes around circles. And the thing is, I've been trying to avoid, you know, uh, talking too heavily. Cause I know that you want to just watch the anime. I know Legends the same. You just want to watch the anime. So I've been trying to, you know, keep a lot of details secret. But wow, 
Like, <laughs> I, like I like I said, the anime has me hooked. And it's funny because originally I was like, oh man, it's just another shonen action anime. Or well, it's not shonen, but like uh, just dark anime, killing off characters, Game of Thrones style. With yeah, no, for no reason. With no regards. And some characters they killed off, you even had the chance to like bond with them. So. Right their deaths felt pointless at least from the viewer perspective it's like deaths felt pointless I mean I understood the whole regard of trying to make the situation appear as hopeless as possible and no one is safe and yada but it's just like I never completely gripped it until later on where right. you have solidified cast and it's like, oh, so these are the main characters that you want to do with the anime. And now if some of those characters were to get killed, then it's like, wow, you know. It'd be super impactful. It'd be impactful. It'd be impactful. Like right now, I'm telling you, my, my homie is Connie. If they kill off Connie, I'm going to be real hurt. Shit, you know who is actually unsuspectingly my homie? Who? John. Man, oh, yeah, fuck John. Is <laughs> Why you say fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because he's such a he's such a dipshit in season he one. Is. But when you see how he develops from season one to two, and then two to three. Like, man, that guy is a capable leader. Then right yeah. after John would be Armin, of course. Yes. Because okay. Armin okay. the pussy throughout the whole anime until, no. like, until a little ways past season two. Then Armin started coming into himself. And now, well, no. you know, trying to avoid spoilers in case no one people haven't seen the last two episodes but Armin has proven himself oh facts especially hero the episode hero he really proved himself yeah yeah he did did. okay so Yoshi I heard you yell (laughs) ecstatically fuck John (laughs) why was that your response I carry the old sentiments of uh, season one and two (laughs) (laughs) but it gotta be something specific that just drew her like you know what fuck him no the whole reason why I say that is because no matter what I see of Attack on Titan all I'll ever remember is the Attack on Titan abridged video and John is the most this asshole piece of shit and it's hilarious. So my knee-jerk reaction no matter what is gonna be fuck John. <laughs> That's awesome. I've never seen the abridged series, now I gotta look at it. No, it's one episode long. It's one episode long. It's only from the first season and it's 20 minutes long and it's absolutely hilarious. I saw it for the first time like I wanna say like seven or eight years ago, and I still to this day rewatch it and quote it all the time. <laughs> it is nice. hilarious. It is one of my favorite videos to show people. All right, I gotta check that out. That's hilarious. Later. Especially she said key, season one keyword season one. Yeah, season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah John was a piece of shit in season one. one season one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no one liked you. <laughs> no one liked you. <laughs> no one. Um, I'm gonna have to say the, the personality that gives John is hilarious. Yes. Um. Um. What have I really been obsessed with? I've been obsessed with. Um. Shield hero. Like shield hero, this shit. You said what's that? Yeah, I never heard of it. Oh, Yoshi, you gotta watch Rise of the Shield Hero. Is uh, an isekai uh, anime. So um, this continent in another in another universe, galaxy, whatever, um, summons four uh, people from Earth, and they summon them from different versions of Earth, but all Japan, and they summon them to be heroes. So you got the shield hero, the sword hero, the spear hero, and the bow hero. Mm-hmm. And they summon them all to help them stop, uh, I forgot what, the waves. It's this thing called the wave. So every so often, this, um, this the wave will happen. The sky will turn like purplish, green, and, and black and shit. And all these different like monsters and demons and stuff will come from the sky and just start attacking shit. And, they, and the four cardinal heroes are supposed to stop the waves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the main character is the shield hero. And it's just literally just the struggle and strife of him, like trying to learn about the world, and then the world keep it like purposely keeping him down, oh. and then him trying to rise above it. All right, it's one of those kind. Of, like, got it, got it. Man, that junk is so good. Like the first episode, like play this literally. After the first episode, the first words out your mouth near the end of it would be "fuck that bitch." <laughs> Every t- every person I said that to, they watch it, and the first words out their mouth is "fuck that bitch." Oh, yeah. <laughs> she appeared on Watch Mojo's top ten most hated anime character of this. For real, oh, <laughs> I hate her more than I hate Joffrey. Damn, from Game of Thrones. That's, that's saying something, dog. Because Joffrey was just a bitch to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just a spoiled brat. But she, her. She man, she was just doing shit that you just shouldn't do to somebody, and like, like, I don't advocate hitting women, but I wanted, I would have punched her in the mouth. Ooh, that's what. Okay, so that's Several one of those times. characters that I'm gonna like want to absolutely square up with. Yes, you're gonna want to square up every time she appears on the screen. You're gonna want to square up with her. Ooh, okay, I gotta, I gotta watch that. Yes, that like that is that is my that has been my obsession, um, as of lately. And uh, you know, like I haven't looked at the manga yet. I plan on reading the manga with this one because I want to learn more about the other heroes' um, weapon skill developments because their weapon skill developments seem to be in a box. Huh? Because like the shield hero, his his skills just seem completely different from everybody else's. But the sword, the bow, and the um, spear guy. They have literally the same skills, but with their weapons. They all got some type of meteor shot. They all got some type of thunder shot. And it's like, well, why the shield hero ain't got nothing like that? Even though his stuff is completely different, it's like, yo, why are all their things the same? Hmm. Come on, man, need some variety in that shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like, wh- I'm one of those guys. If I was like the spear or the shield, or, the, or not, yeah, the spear or the sword hero. Once I'd have seen one of them have a skill that I have, I would have tried to learn something completely different. I'd have made up some shit. Yeah, see, that's how I am too. It's like, oh, you're gonna be like me then. I'm gonna learn some other stuff out of spite. Oh, you're gonna copy exactly. me exactly. Exactly. 
And I like, but like I said, that show is really good. The main character, the shield hero, he goes through great character growth. The uh, the other heroes go to go through a semi character growth, but they frustrate you. They frustrate you the whole time you watching. Oh, great! But it's like one of those things where it's like open your eyes and pay attention. You said what? Hat? No, I was gonna say they're just there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you think about the show is right about Shield Hero, Raptalia, Philo. Yeah, Philo, yeah. Yeah, they have immense character development. Very true. That bond is strong. That it is. That it is. Like, yeah, Yoshi, when you when you get a chance, watch it and when you watch it, just let me know what you, like, you know, hit me up and let me know what you think. Like that's one of my big ones right now. I'm telling everybody about that one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That that really sounds like something I'd like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, I, I, I was gonna say, I wanna uh, throw out an honorable mission too, because yeah. this anime I, I originally wasn't on board with, but um, the later in, I've been thoroughly enjoying it, uh, Demon Slayer. Yes, Demon Slayer no Yaiba is the shit. Yeah, and initially I wasn't feeling it because it felt too, like, it felt too fast. So yeah. he got his abilities to me too quickly. Um, some of the situations, like, it, it transitioned too quickly, but I love when they go into, um, what do you want to say? They go into the, um, the demons more yeah. like they don't feel like fodder for the killing shit like they all had like misfortunate reasons why they became what they are yeah true and, and the <sighs> thing is I love the compassion that he has for him like yo yeah, yeah. They always, like, I know they wasn't always like this I wonder what their life was before and like this is in the middle of battle when he's supposed to be like kill 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 yeah. <laughs> and definitely like animation wise easily one of the best animes in this like 19 what we didn't say 2019 yeah definitely one of the like the production values of the anime are off the charts Huh. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Say, uh, Yoshi. Pretty much, um, Demon Slayer no Yaiba is about this boy who, uh, pretty much his family sells coals to the town. He lives like on the outskirts of town in the forest, and his family sells coals to the town. So he literally travels to in between his house and the town and sells coals. So one day he's traveling back at night, and a guy that stays like the older guy that stays like in between like his house and the town is like, yo, you shouldn't be roaming around at nighttime. Demons are active at night. Stay here. I'm not going to take no for an answer. Stay here. <clears throat> Eat. I'm going to feed you. And then you can leave. As soon as daylight comes, you can leave. As <laughs> soon as daylight comes, he leaves and pretty much finds his whole family slaughtered. Oh, and, you know, and the only person like and, and that's his mom, his two two sisters and three brothers. Damn. And they all younger than him. And then the sister that's right underneath him, he finds her breathing. So he picks her up and like, yo, I'm gonna get you help in town, blah, 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 blah. And he runs to go get her help. 
and then she turns into a demon and starts fighting him. Oh shit! And then a demon slayer appears and tries to kill his sister, and then he starts protecting his sister. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm like blah blah blah." So then the demon slayer is like, "Okay, well look look like this. If you can kill me, then I won't kill your sister." And they have like a dog ass fight scene, and he ends up doing something that impresses the demon slayer, and he's like, "Okay." Well, look, I'm going to tell, look, he's like, look, I'm going to knock your sister out. I'm going to put this in her mouth so she don't feed on human blood. Because once she, once they feed on human blood, they cannot ever be turned back. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's a way. He was like, huh, go see my master. I'm going to let him know you coming and go learn how to be a demon slayer like me. Mm-hmm. And then that's the only way you're going to be able to find answers about turning your sister back. Okay. And it's literally just them going on an adventure trying to find answers on how to turn his sister back. That's really cool. That's something that I'm definitely going to uh, look into. Yeah, that one is super, super hype. That's a that's a good honorable mention hat. Yeah, that one is really, really good. Yeah. And, oh, and if you into some uh, etchy, etchy uh, comedy stuff, uh, what is it called? Uh, Teacher, Why Are You Here? Oh, oh God, no. If you're trying that to junk etchy is hilarious. Hell, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm going to have to fight you. Why? Because that I had a phase when I was younger with anime that I was not like I was going through all the etchy anime that I could, and now I feel like it's just ruined me as a person. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you say it's ruined you as a person? Because my mind is no longer innocent. Oh God! Come on. Most of the time, once you reach adulthood, your mind ain't gonna be innocent no way in the first place. Uh, I mean, true, but still. <laughs> so do yourself a favor and watch it. It's it's hilarious. It's random moments. It, it's literally random moments that <laughs> where they get uh, put together by happenstances. <laughs> Shit, fuck, <laughs> fuck happenstances. It's like clearly this scenario was. Orchestrated to make this new facts. Um, <laughs> facts. Even though he's not trying to, yeah. it happens. It's like, wait, what are you doing here? Oh no! Hi. <laughs> oh no! The lights are out. And oh no! I have laundry to turn. Oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> it was like, oh my god! The circuit breaker is up there. Get on my shoulders. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Laundry detergent <laughs> all over, making her extra slippery. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Why wow, she's barely wearing anything but a shirt? <laughs> yeah, that junk is great. That junk is great. Do yourself a favor, Yoshi. Don't worry about your innocence. It's been long gone. Watch it. It's hilarious. Look, I'm trying to feign some bit of innocence. All right, my followers don't know. <laughs> okay, they probably know, but like still. <laughs> look, look, just 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 glance at one episode. If you don't like it after one episode, you ain't gotta look at it no more. Alright. <laughs> so alright y'all. That is uh that is enough about the anime. We're gonna go to a commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna continue with Sailor Yoshi. It's your boy Cowboy again. Do you enjoy the sick beats that you hear that lace the background of Planet Wu? If so, 
hit up my man's ironic at airbit.com and that's airbit.com forward slash i-r-o-n-i-k 313 publishing What's going on, people? It's your boy, Cal Wu. Still sitting here with my man, G Money. Yep. And still sitting here with the Miss Wonderful Sailor Yoshi. Hello. Okay, so, G, you got any You got any questions you want to drop? You got any other questions? I actually got another question in light of, you know, the, the hardest cosplay. What's your favorite type of cosplay that you like to employ? Like, what's uh, the characters you feel most comfortable with doing? Superheroes. Always superheroes. I adore superheroes so much just because, like, I connect most with superheroes. Like, my my most recent cosplay that I made, my Nana Shimura that I did for Anime Detour, was probably the most connected that I felt to a character. Like. I was gonna mention your Nana too, and I was gonna actually say that 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 is probably my favorite one. I made that one too. Nice. Yeah, nice. It, I made I made that the night before the convention. Send me her uh, Instagram. <laughs> I haven't seen the pictures. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna send it to you right now, G. I stayed up from about because I went to work the day before. And my shifts end at 2.30 in the morning. So I got home at about 2.45 and I started making it and I stayed up till about six in the morning. And then I fell asleep and then I woke up at 11, got ready and went to the convention. (laughs) Man, you a savage, yo. I do not sleep when it comes to conventions. (laughs) It doesn't happen. Sleep, who is she? I don't know her. Right, where where does where where does it exist? Not here. Nope. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. Sleep is for the dead. Hey, look, I tell my mother all the time. My mother can't stand the fact that I don't sleep a lot. Like, I'll, sometimes I'll have 36 hour stints where I'm just chilling. Can, can she like, you still ain't sleep yet? I'm like, nope. Can I? She like, why? Confess something real quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, as of right now, I have been awake for about 26 hours. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> I have yet to sleep. To sleep. <laughs> so what's been going on with these 26 hours that, that got you wired? Uh, nothing really. No, nothing. Um, I, I was going to sleep till about four yesterday. And then my friend called with a surprise visit at about 1130 in the morning. Mm. And he always calls me because I'm the only one that answers my phone out of the three of us that live here. And I went downstairs and I got him and brought him back to the to the apartment. We all played video games. And then I d- did my own stuff and I worked on some TikToks and I just dyed my hair pink and purple. And then I did nothing else. And nice. I stayed awake and I don't know why. I should have gone to sleep. I just didn't. <laughs> so after this interview, you going you gonna you gonna get you some Z's? Uh, Couple? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see if I have another 26 hours in for me. <laughs> Yo. Let's hope not. I don't want that. <laughs> Yo. My- <laughs> oh, man. That's good. My friends have been uh, sending me links to the Samuel Jackson Go the Fuck to Sleep reading. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those are actually amazing. They are. Not even gonna lie. Those are great. Oh, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're hilarious. 
<laughs> okay, so, all right, so to wrap up the interview, Miss Sailor Yoshi, we appreciate you for coming on. Of course. One of the things that we always do is we do a character of the episode. So kind of like all the anime that we kind of talked about briefly and shortly or whatnot, or even just mentioned, um, we give one that we identify with or one that we like the most. So who would be your character of the episode? Oh, hands down, Nana Shimura. Now, why is that? She's my girl. I, when I was dressed as her, I went to the Mall of America dressed as her to eat lunch with my roommate. <laughs> and I had people just looking at me and saying, and like saying to their little kids, like, look, there's a superhero over there. And the kids like turning around just like, oh, that's so cool and stuff like that. And like uh, seeing people comment on my posts of that character in particular saying that that's how they imagine the character to look in real life and having the smile for it and just all these good comments just makes me feel really happy it makes me feel even more connected to the character facts good stuff good stuff what about you G hmm And think about all the anime we've discussed. Actually, come back around to me, Cal. Okay, all right. So for me, I am. See, I love Hero Academia. I wanna, I wanna give my boy, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna refrain from giving my boy because I give, I give him like almost every time we talk about it. So I'm gonna refrain from from saying my boy Mineta. Oh, okay. he's the man. I'm refraining from saying Mineta. I'm gonna drop and pick him off a cliff. <laughs> well, why? What is your? What is people issue with Mineta? Mineta is the man. Spirits, finally. Seen him. I, I know why you love that character so I much, Owl. Understand? I was listening to your uh, to your interview with Serendipity because I'm yeah. friends with her, and hearing you say that you love him, I wanted to throw my phone off the balcony. <laughs> 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 I knew. I, I love him. Immediately. <laughs> Bothered. Mineta is the man. I'll tell you. I, 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 I really enjoy Mineta so much, man. <laughs> because, listen, it's because out of everybody in the school, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it every time. Out of everybody in that school, Mineta is literally the average. He's pretty much one of the only people that's literally the average high school boy with powers. Like even you can go to any high school right now and ask boys in high school, what powers would you have? They gonna either say invisibility or X-ray vision. Why? Because they don't want to spy on the girls. Every single one. Manetta don't got either one of those powers, but he uses powers to do what or try to do what? Spy on girls. Yeah, Manetta is literally with his nasty sticky balls. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and he would have succeeded to it for that darn kid in that lady that he hit him with. <laughs> Alright, so you are going to identify with Mineta and his No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to refrain nope, you're gonna from doing that. stick with his sticky balls. <laughs> Got it. I'm not. I'm going to refrain from using Mineta. I'm going to refrain from using Mineta. <sighs> I'm going to use. I'm going to say Guile. Reason I'm going to say Guile is because. Wait, wait, wait. Help. Real quick. Guile referring to what? Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Guile because 
Guy was the first Street Fighter character that I got attached to. Freaking love the flash kick, love the sonic boom. The the freaking uh, uh, high top fade he had was just so fucking cool to me. Like a lot of people my age wanted a high top fade because the kid didn't play. I wanted a high top fade because of Dial. I was never gonna have a high top fade that fly, but I wanted one because of him. <laughs> I currently have a high top fade. Right. See, you gotta send me pictures. I gotta see it. It's pink and purple, and it's split down the middle like Todoroki. Nice, nice. Although I will say it's a little bit grown out right now, so that's okay. That is quite all right. Oof. Oh man! All right, so G, who you got? God. Okay, how much freedom do we have to actually choose? All right, go for it. Choose anybody, G. Go for it. Okay, okay. I think recent, recently, Futara. Already told you why before because, and what is that? Quintessential quintuplets. That that guy literally is a savage when it comes to just. He is. He does not hold back his feelings at all. If you if you appear dumb to him, he will call you dumb, stupid, whatever. What, no matter the gender. So I res- might as well just I respect like, honesty. Might as well just like Bakugo at that point because he does the same thing. He's my bae. All right, just leave. Angry. He's just angry. <laughs> no, no, he has good character development. He does, but he's still just angry. He's still an angry. He's an angry person. If like, I describe myself in any two characters from My Hero Academia, it would be a perfect mixture of Bakugo and Deku. That see, that is awkward. That's that's like two complete opposites. They're really not though. If oh no! It, if you think about it, when it comes to letting out his emotions, Bakugo does it in an angry way. But they both, they both are very passionate. They both have the same goals. True. But I am very quick, not to not to necessarily anger, but I will yell at people really quickly. But I also do this thing when I'm talking about cosplay where I mumble just in a straight line in a run-on sentence. <laughs> nice. It's weird. I don't know. If I, if I was two hero academia characters, I'd probably be... I'd probably be Deku and Todoroki, probably. Alright. Neto, really? A little Toto Deku. Nah, nah, because I'm not pervy like Mineta. I just, like I said, I just appreciate Mineta because Mineta. At that point, you should just like. It's Carmen probably Grace. me when I was a kid. Like, Kamen yeah, is such a better option if you're gonna go with the typical teenage boy. You said who is? Kaminari, because he's very like pervy, but he's not gross about it like how Mineta is. Yeah, but the thing is, Mineta's the ringleader, and I and, and like I, like in high school, I would have been a ring. I would have been. I would have been a side. Oh my! <laughs> Sorry, I barely remember the characters in that show, but I'm just gonna agree where on the regard that she is saying Mineta is disgusting. <laughs> I never understood why you love that character so much. He's got a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> Look, I had this conversation off air with um with Junko. Uh-huh. And I and I made her see the light. She saw the light a little bit. Nope. We had this conversation off air. She had to ask me. I'm gonna see the light, bro. I'm she saw the Right. You never gonna think you're a hater, G. You're a hater, man. I'm just I'm going to say this. 
And for all my friends who I'm going to be sending this podcast to, they'll understand what I mean. I'm going to take Minetta. I'm going to take him to a parking lot. And I'm going to give him a swift injection of a baseball bat to the kneecaps before I yeet him off a cliff. <laughs> Why you got to do all of that, man? Minetta ain't doing nothing wrong to nobody. What? <laughs> He hasn't done anything wrong to anybody to deserve all that violence. He has been nasty to girls, and as a girl, I am... Th- no. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been directly nasty to them. He was looking through a hole in the locker room walls. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't get there. But, but he didn't see anything. He tried it, but because he didn't see anything. girl had to interfere with her earphone jacks and stab him in the eye. True, but he still didn't see anything. And the thing is... He still had the two. He still had his goonies with him. They was about to do it too. He Look, just was like, hey, since I'm the ringleader, I get to go first. Minetta is nasty, and he needs Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I would disagree with that. <laughs> Easily one of my favorite interviews so far. <laughs> that's because you're a hater, G. You're a hater, man. He's supposed to be better this, bro. Not <laughs> if I'm spitting facts. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Once again, Sailor Yoshi, I appreciate you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me on. Oh man, it was a good time. I enjoyed all the stories. You are an amazing person. You got an amazing story on you. Oh, thank you, man. And I hope you see the top, the top. Like I can't wait till you get to the peak of your, the peak of your status, and just look back and be like, yeah, I remember that one guy. One time when I interviewed with that one guy. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna be saved. I'm gonna have this forever. (laughs) Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, all right, people. This is your boy Cal Wu. Sit one man, G money. Bye, guys. Wonderful, Miss Sailor Yoshi. AKA Sailor Hearts. Thank you very much for having me on here. May your heart be your guiding key. And it's Shelby. <laughs> Sign it off. Peace. Peace. Bye. Ironic, 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 ironic.